Welcome to another exciting episode of the original Random Pilly Show, comrade. Yeah, so today is a Saturday. Thank God. February 6th, 2021. This show is for entertainment, educational purposes only. Please use it at your own risk. This show is copyrighted by moi. No part of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without my written consent. <clears throat> Excuse me. Got no, got no, I got no E46 education. I got no mic mute button, and I'm drinking my coffee here. Got a problem with that? This show is for entertainment educational purposes only. Please use it your own risk. This show is copyrighted by moi. No part of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form. Without my written consent, you could just ask. 
finally the show is opinionated that's why we do it callers the host me guests people that are naughty in the chat room people that put youtube videos up and want to share them whatever are and always will be opinionated thank god under no circumstances whatsoever should opinions be taken as advice if you're seeking professional advice we strongly encourage you to hire a license if required person in his or her field there old tommy hey man no that's his name wake up what's going on Broadcasting live from one of the few, if not only, states that's using their head. And science, regardless of what you're seeing on mainstream media or whatever, cloth masks do not work, and 95 masks do, and above. Nothing short of a military chemically weapon chemically weapon chemical weapon gas mask that's airtight and sealed with no facial hair to break the seal otherwise it don't work if any air gets in it doesn't work regardless we're not going there we all need to live our life freedom liberty in the pursuit of happiness so i didn't plan on doing a show i'm a creature of habit i uh, get up a pee i uh, make my coffee i sit in front of my computer computer and I just look at my stuff, not my junk, my stuff, my stuff. Okay. Get your head out of the gutter. And I decided to just click on open tabs in my browser and there was Infowars.com. Now I have kept my I'm off social media except Twitter, and that may be short-lived. I really don't want to talk too much because I'm going to play this video from Mike Lindell. He's the founder of MyPillow. I haven't bought one. <laughs> I don't have one. A pillow is sacred to me, and when I find one, I keep it, kind of like a pet or a woman or significant other, or dare I say wife, future wife, companion, whatever. I get something and I find it and I love it. I stick with it. Okay. So this isn't about selling pillows. <laughs> I could really give two flying fucks about that. Uh, I got a pillow. Okay. Working on the other stuff, but I got a pillow. So There are some things that are concerning me. Now, you can interpret this any way you want to. The original red pill show. Okay, so I'm assuming 
there's two reasons you may be listening to this. You want to wake up or you are awake. I was listening to Robert Kurosaki on his latest podcast about decentralized coins, DeFi coins, decentralized financial, financial coins, altcoins. And he doesn't know a damn thing about them. And I have the most respect for somebody. I don't care who they are that, uh, you know what? I don't know anything about this. I'm an idiot. I want to learn. And Robert Kurosaki had, uh, his last name is Lee. I can't remember. Just type rich dad, poor dad, latest podcast on iTunes or Apple podcast. And it's there. I encourage you to listen to it. But Robert Kurosaki said something again, profound to me. Now, this is Robert Kurosaki, not me. I don't want to be accused of plagiarism. He said something along the lines of this. Your brain is used to figure out problems. Your brain sees, well, your eyes see, but your brain processes optical, auditorial, auditory, whatever, like this stupid show experiences and you learn by traditional indoctrination or education or whatever you want to call it. You obtain your information. I don't want to say knowledge information this way using your brain, right? We can all agree on that, right? Right. And there's nothing there. I'm not saying that's profound or even Robert Kiyosaki, we can all agree we use our brain to learn things, correct? Okay. This is what he said. He said, you use your mind to see things you cannot see. I'm like, holy shit. Yes. So, analogous to this show... Your brain is the blue pill. Your mind is the red pill. And then in between there is the orange pill, which is a podcast with Stacy and Max Kaiser. So I want to give a plug to that. I haven't listened to it, but then there's the middle of the road, I guess. Or you're starting to wake up or you're starting to see things that cannot be seen. Now, when you say this, you're crazy. Oh my God, Tim's nuts. Holy shit. Listen to this. There's things that are coming up. I'm going to start sounding like Alex Jones. It's like I was saying, and then people will go, Oh, it's about you and you're a narcissist and you want to be right. I'm going to make it perfectly clear. I do not want to be right. I do not want to. I heard that from my ex-wife. Holy shit. Oh, you always got to be right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't want to be right. See, when you're a male, can't get into gender stuff. When you're a male, most men want to protect who's around them protection and trust me when a woman gets into that mode i'm 
going to tell you, I'm pretty more fearful of women than men when it comes to protection. But women, women are the glue that hold a family together. If there's no family, then women are there to also protect her man and her man protects her. It's called protection. And we can only, just from our animal instincts, way back to being cavemen, we can only protect what we see. That was the world. A dinosaur. We were on the earth with dinosaurs. So just read the book, The World Before with, with Montgomery. Fascinating. Actually, Sammy Hagar, if you listen to... <laughs> I've been a fan of his forever and listen to when love comes walking in the live version. He it's almost indistinguishable auditory what he says, but he goes, this song is about aliens in Ruth Montgomery. And it's taken me like 20 fucking years at least to decipher that headphones listening i'm like what is he saying so but back to caveman cavemen whatever in fire and shit and hunting we as men and women but as men go out hunt protect provide whatever and we can only deal with what we see it's where we get our instincts our bloodlines genetic code defensive anger you know, I'm getting tired of that, too. A little bit of a rant here. Uh, the Shadow Effect by Deepak Chopra is a great book. There's light, dark, left, right, up, down. Good, evil, left, right. Rain, sunshine. Anger is a part of us. It just depends on what type of anger. And I've gotten in huge discussions with this. Anger is a is a defense mechanism. Defense anger and revenge anger. Those are two different fucking things. Or justice. Demand justice anger. But when there's anger for defense survival, that's a whole different that's a whole different thing. That's getting into fight and flight situations. If you're a big chicken shit and a coward and you don't get pissed, you're going to run away. But if you're a man and protect protecting, your anger is going to go up and your defenses are going to go up and you're going to protect your lady, children, family, business, whatever. I'm not encouraging or saying that's the correct way to do it. It's just how we're built. And if you think you're going to sit there when some guy comes up to do something harmful to you or your family and sit there and say wusa and get a meditative position and state to deal with the asshole, you're going to be dead. Okay? Simple as that. But when Robert Kurosaki said that, you see with your mind. You see things you cannot see with your mind. I'm like, yes. 
And some things I've said that I've seen with my mind when I awoke 2008 from the financial meltdown and what's going on, which is what now, 13 years ago. So I said this about that time and I said, China's going to become the world reserve currency. Oh no, Jesus Christ, you're fucking nuts. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, right. What are you talking about? There's no proof of that. Uh, <laughs> I'm already seeing stories about it. Most likely happening. Cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. I would have been more into it if I didn't go through my divorce in 2015. When Bitcoin was 500 bucks a coin. I'm like, what is this? Bitcoin right now is at $40,000. $40,000. I don't want to get into a, uh, I've, I've met maybe, oh my God, I could count on one hand how many people that want to know about it or they know about it. And then once they see it with their mind, one of which by reading the Bitcoin standard, another watching Crypto Casey on her YouTube channel, Max Kaiser on the Kaiser Report, Robert Kurosaki's latest podcast, you start seeing with your mind. Now, like I said, of course, well, where's your facts? Where's it? You know, here's your fact checker. Take your fact checker and shove it up your ass. Because you can't check facts with premonition or intuition or your gut feeling. You can't prove that. And then when you start sharing that with people, well, how do you know that, that that's going to happen? Because I'm seeing with my mind. Everything that transpired. There's another prediction that I, it's going to, I really don't want to talk about this. I just only can use examples. I told my ex way after we got divorced and she walked out on me the final time after the divorce. <clears throat> and I said, you're going to move. You're going to do fine in North Carolina. You're going to have a boyfriend in six months and you're going to get remarried. Well, guess what? Mm -hmm. I also said a couple other things. I, I only, I, these are from my mind. These are from my mind. I didn't read a book. I didn't get a memo. I didn't get an email or a text message. These are things I saw with my mind. I also said, <clears throat> when this is all said and done, our son-in-law who worked for us is going to approach you to start your own company with him or his own company. Nothing, nobody, well, I didn't know, but it, he voiced that he wanted to have his own business and it was his dream someday. It's just, he wanted to take it from me along with other people. I saw this with my mind. And of course she goes, oh, you're crazy. You're nuts. He would never do that. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. Uh, after the divorce, she told, and we were on good terms. She's, uh, which we're not now. I don't ever want to talk to her again. Uh, yeah, uh, our son-in-law did approach us for me to go into business and I told him I'm moving to North Carolina and living my life. 
I saw that with my mind. What I see with my mind now is that Bitcoin is going to be like digital gold. It's going to be the, this is going to sound weird. It's going to be the substance or intrinsic value of a fiat money system, which makes no sense whatsoever. Oh, how do you know that? Where'd you read that? Where's your fact checker? Uh-huh. See, it's amazing that when you start peering into the truth with your mind and that's your brain, you see what's happening or what's going to happen. And that's essentially based on past behavior and trends. I could share, I could share countless more stories, but if you get anything out of this stupid fucking show, learn to see with your mind. And how do you do that? Don't be programmed. Don't be indoctrinated. Learn everything you can with your brain and unlearn it. Learn everything you can and forget about it. Look at all sources. Open up your gut. There's a thing called the Akishic or Akashic records, or I don't even really know how to pronounce it, that all knowledge is obtainable through your mind. What does that mean? You're not your brain. You just can't look up in the sky and read these things. You access that information from being open and open up your third eye and your chakras or whatever they're called. And you know, I'm I'm not a really I'm a big new age, if you want to call it that, person, uh fourth, fifth dimension, sixth, whatever it is. But you need to open your mind to that. Greg Braden, great book. David Icke. I'm watching the series now, uh Escape the Matrix. Off of Gaia, I think it's called Gia or Gaia. I don't know. Fascinating. Fascinating. How do you know you're on the right track? Well, you hear something and you go, that's fucking nuts. That's how you know. So I'm saying this whole preface and this rant because you need to put your mind and your brain into neutral. Nothing short of a meditative state. What I'm going to play is going to be one of those holy shit things. I'm going to share this. So on Freedom Revolution Network, the night of the election, me and the owner of the network and hosts were covering the election. Now, I don't know a damn thing about, I mean, I do, but the process of electoral votes and everything else, these people did, my colleagues did. And there was a point that night where President Trump got enough electoral votes where it was impossible to lose the election. Now, that's not me saying that. That's what they said. 
you could probably go to YouTube, type Freedom Revolution Network election coverage, and you'll find it. But there was a point where if you got enough electoral votes, it wasn't 240 or whatever, but the momentum was clear and the state's reporting for projections was clear. President Trump won that election, according to them. I'm, I'm just, I'm a relay person here. I would bring this up if it was President Obama, Clinton, Carter, although I was too young. I don't want this labeled as, oh, you don't like President Biden. No, it's like, no, this is, no, this is about our system. This is about our country. This isn't about anything else than that. Because if, if our, if our voting system is altered in any way, shape or form, what's the one thing you're told when you bitch about an elected servant? vote the only country in the world that can throw a powerful leader out vote and this is my opinion if one vote not 10 not 10,000 not a hundred thousand not a million not 10 million 330 million votes whatever if one vote from a dead person for somebody that shouldn't be voting Illegal immigrants, aliens, whatever you want to call them. One vote, the election is null and void. I think we need to go back to stuffing a box and counting them by paper. I'm getting sick and tired of everything. We're trying to get rid of every piece of paper on the planet that's associated with processes that have been proven since record keeping and documents have been used on pen and paper, but we're all hell bent on the cloud. Oh my God. Where's the fucking cloud. Can somebody tell me where the fucking cloud is? Oh, it's over there. Is that for Wisconsin? Oh, it's over by there. Where's that? Where's the fucking cloud? When I had my business, this is a whole different topic. When I had my business, Tim, you need to go paperless. You need to do this. You need to do that. Why? Here's another mind bender, thinking with my mind, seeing with my mind. What if the internet goes down? I know we're all going to be fucked anyway, but I mean, it's like, do you really want your company file sitting on the cloud and the internet goes down? And this has happened. Or this is another thing I saw with my mind. And this happened at my previous employer. Here we go again. Oh, Tim, you always got to be right. Like, and I said something to these guys that own this company and they were using an internal email client. That is a red flag for outside assholes to send you a virus. Cause all it takes is one employee accidentally. Oh, what's this? or even the owner of the company and you click it and you just released a virus from an internal email client. I never used them. I used AOL.com. 
never had a virus attack issue because it was outside of the realm of my computer where I stored my company file, which all I would have to do is turn on my computer, open it up, and even if the internet was out, didn't affect me, I could still go. All you people that are relying on the internet, it's going to fuck you one day. So you better get ready to get fucked without getting kissed. Mark my words. That's never going to happen. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and a financial meltdown is never going to happen. And a dot-com bubble that burst is never going to happen. And people flying planes into, uh, uh, into buildings is never going to happen. And yada, yada, yada. A, a, a coronavirus is never going to happen. See, that's where you need to open your mind. A fraudulent election, allegedly, is never going to happen. Hmm. No, it's never happened in the world, ever. Mm -mm. It's like they say in the city of Chicago, vote early and vote often. So I'm going to beg you to use your mind. Try to see what you cannot see. And I'm going to ask you to apply that to everything that you do. But I'm running out of time here because I only got three hours on Podbean. I think this thing's a couple hours. Spreaker, I have three hours, I think, too. I don't know. I don't really know what it is, but I want to play this. So you just make up your own mind. I don't have a dog in the fight. I am, uh, and here's another term, and then I'm going to shut up, which is impossible. When there was the war on terrorists after President Bush deemed that little speech that you're either with us or against us and you're terrorists and we're going to get you pretty much. And then it started shifting into domestic terrorists. And I'm like, uh Oh, that, that is very dangerous, very dangerous because people have taken an oath in law enforcement and the military to defend the constitution against enemies, foreign, not a problem domestic I'm seeing things now where that term is being thrown out you're a domestic terrorist if you're quote unquote a patriot what are you insane how come one side of protest can burn buildings down and ruin businesses and attack people and then another one does similar actions and they're all targeted now. I'm going to make it perfectly clear. I don't agree with either one of them. But what is the prerequisite to be deemed a domestic terrorist? And then one gets thrown in for nomination for the Nobel Peace Prize? Peace with violence? How we should have got that in the United States of America by bombing the piss out of everybody else and blowing up the uh, Hiroshima with an atom bomb. You don't get a peace prize by violence. What the fuck? 
Really? Is this world really that flipped upside down? You obtain peace through peace. Not, well, you better be peaceful or we're going to blow you up. <laughs> okay. Uh, you better be nice or I'm going to kick your ass. Mm. Hmm. Or the beatings will continue at work until morale improves. Yeah, <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to work. It's called submission. So watch Fifty Shades of Grey and fucking get your rocks off. I don't whatever you want. If you're going to love me, you're going to do what I tell you to do by being submissive. If that's what you want. Knock your shit out, man. Everybody should obtain happiness. But I'm making this perfectly clear before I start this. I don't have a dog in the fight. This is about our process. And the only power, we the people, the people are supposed to have just as much, if not more power than the government. That's what this whole system is set up on. And the only power that you have is your vote. Well, it's only one vote. It's only, okay, well, what if that one vote was your vote? It, this is principle. And what if it was your vote that changed the course of an election by one vote? See, this is principle. The technology that's being used should be questioned. There's nothing wrong with a piece of paper, a printer, a computer. I mean, a computer is even way advanced, in my opinion. To do things that have been done in a certain way that are proven. When you go out of that realm, because that's what everybody else is doing, or we need to advance uh, as a society with technology. And it starts fucking things up. We need to look at it. We need to honestly, unbiasedly step back and go, wait, this isn't working. That's all I'm asking. Just to listen to this. This poor guy is getting banned by all these stores, not to buy his pillow. He's a nut because not only was he thinking with his mind, he did think with his brain. And this video shows that. But you need to think with your brain and then you need to see with your mind. So see with your mind. So listen to this. I'm going to shut up. I talked way too much, which is no big surprise. And uh, let's go from there. If I, I think I, I might even have closed it. I did. Oh, that's what you This is off of Infowars.com. I didn't hear about it. I heard about Mike Lindell and all this stuff and posts on Twitter and saw, but I, I didn't, I, I it didn't even say what it was about, just about this, my pillow guy. And then that's what this is all about. And it might not even be on here anymore. Oh, here it is. All right. So I'm going to play this, enjoy it. And when it's done, I'm just going to end it. So you be the judge. Here you go. It's off Infowars.com. It's called absolute proof. Listen 
and just make up your own mind. Regardless if you voted, don't vote it, don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter what your position is. It's just a need to know basis. Because if any of this is true, you need to pay attention. If anything on here is true, I'm just a messenger. I'm not looking for bullets to put in my gun. This is not what this is about. This is about, hmm, hmm, really? I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, uh, independent, libertarian, don't give a fuck, don't care. You should. You should care because this is affecting you whether you want to see it or believe it or not. So here you go. I'm playing right now. Mike Lindell off of InfoWars from Alex Jones. Be your own judge. Hello, everyone. This is Mike Lindell, the CEO of MyPillow. As you all know, I have been attacked the last month relentlessly on social media, by newspapers, by TV shows, by um, you name it. I've been attacked. And myself, not just myself, but my company, the boycotts that are going on, box stores are dropping me, social media, they cancel my Twitter. Today, they cancel MyPillow's Twitter account, my company's Twitter account. Well, before I was going to get erased completely, we put together this show. And what you're going to see today is what they don't want you to see, why they're trying to erase me. And what I've told everyone out there is, you know what? I've seen evidence. I've been trying since November 4th to prove, you know, to show what's out there. Why, why are these deviations that happened on election night? It, nothing, none of it made any sense. So I dove all in with everything I had, resources, anytime I heard something that maybe was relevant, I went and said, you know, looked into it, did my own due diligence, had my even my own investigation. Well, on one day, I think it was like January 9th, all of a sudden, these pe they brought me some uh, a piece of evidence that's 100% proved. It's like a, a print of, of inside the machine of the timestamp that showed another country, other countries attacking us, hacking into our election through these machines, and the, it shows the votes flipped. And I'm going, wow, I got to get this out there. And from that point on, I started putting it out there, and that, that's when they just started attacking me. Well, they obviously are hiding something, and tonight you're going to see what they're hiding. You're going to see on this show, we have, we're going to have cyber forensic experts we're going to have 100%. You're going to see all this evidence that by the time you're done seeing it, you're going to go, wow, 100%. It proves exactly what happened, that these machines were used to steal our election by other countries, including China. But I do want to tell you, before we get into all that, I want to tell you what I consider, why I'm so happy today about two miracles that happened these last couple months. The first miracle was on election night. And on election night at 11.15 at night, the, the algorithms of these machines broke, basically broke. And I'll, right. this will be explained during this show. But they broke. What that means is Donald Trump got so many more millions of votes that they didn't expect 
that they had, they're going to have to go recalibrate, right? So that's why all these states shut down. All of a sudden, they all shut down. And we're all going, what? That's weird. This has never happened in any other election. And then we're going, okay. Uh, then as the days went on, going, what? Another uh, another week that it takes, uh, you know, like Arizona to count 1% of their vote. And, and you see these big spikes like in Michigan and all these big, you know, votes that were poured in. Nobody understood it, right? We're, we're like living in this kind of twilight zone during that time. Well, that is one miracle there, because think if that wouldn't have happened. Think if they would have estimated right, and what would have happened is it would have been just like a normal election at three in the morning. They would have said, oh, um, Biden won. He won by a little bit, and we would have said, oh, better luck next time. But because he got so many votes, it broke that and, and set off this series of events of these deviations. If that wouldn't have happened, we would have never been here talking about biggest attack in history, the biggest cyber attack ever. And this is, you know, the American dream would be gone forever because we would have never known. And it would just, you know, using machines, it would have took us over forever. Here comes the second, the second miracle. And with this one, I got to show you here on the, on the, on the chart. I'm going to go through these and I'm going to tell you why this is a miracle. Okay, what we're going to do here. Um, we're going to go state by state, and we're going to show you what else happened. So here's Arizona. Okay, the margin of victory was 10,000 votes that, uh, that Biden, they say Biden won. Now, if we look at this, let's go down the chart here. Mail-in ballots require an adjudication, almost 300,000. What these mean are these are votes that they put through, and you're going to learn that you're going to learn all about that during this show too, what adjudication, how that works. But let's just go to the next one: illegal aliens voting. Thirty-six thousand four hundred illegal aliens voted. You see that he only lost by ten thousand. Boy, of course they can't vote. Okay, Donald Trump wins Arizona, right? We'll just keep going. Voters registered to a vacant lot. Two thousand completed mail-in ballots received the day before the ballots were even mailed. They got tw or 22,000 ballots back in Arizona before they had even mailed the ballots out. What? That's kind of bizarre, right? Okay, keep going. Down here, Maricopa County electronic adjudicated ballots, 103,000 votes loaded before opening of polls. So the votes were even loaded. They were already in there before the polls even opened, 50,000. Okay, let's just, you see all that. Let's go to the next state here. I'm going to skip Georgia and come back to it. Let's go to Michigan. Michigan, dead voters, 17,367. And this is so, uh, Michigan is kind of its own. We're going to talk about Michigan. It's very different than the other states, what went on there. So it's all grouped together, 615,000 votes that are just in, in question. We'll, and we're going to skip that part, okay? Let's go to the next one here, Nevada. Okay, here's Nevada. Illegal aliens have voted in this election, 4,000. Mail-in or absentee ballots for voters that were known to have voted in other states, 15,000. Clark County used signature verification, one half the image quality that was suggested by the manufacturer, and to check the mail-in ballot signatures, 130,000. We'll just skip through that. Um, raffle tickets that they were incentivized, 500. Here we go. Here's a big one. Dead people who voted. 1,506 non-Nevadans who voted in Nevada. They don't even live in Nevada. 19,218 voters who double voted, 42,284. Okay, as you can see, they add up to over 200,000. Donald Trump lost by 34,000 votes. Okay, let's go to the next one, Pennsylvania. 
Mail-in votes that counted without a Republican observer. We all heard that stuff. That's well over 600,000. Uh, mail-in ballots, 68. Here's another one, too. We could almost come. We're going to you're going to hear a lot about this during this thing. But let's go down. Poll workers that voted with various heirs in the bins. Um, this is the one where you heard the fake ballots that were driven from New York to Pennsylvania. You'll hear a little about that in the show, too. But this is it. We're going to go by Pennsylvania. You can all see it adds up to 866,000. Donald Trump lost by 68,000. And there, there'll be a point to all this I'm getting to. Okay, here's Wisconsin. Wisconsin, surge of identity combined voters in 2020. That's a, it's a, That would take a while to explain, but there was 130,000. Um, U.S. Postal Service backdated ballots, 100,000. Okay, that's incredible if you actually look into it. Um, the mail-in ballots entering the tabulation price under the guise of absentee ballots in clear violation of state law, 170,000. Okay, Wisconsin, the margin of victory for Biden was 20,000 votes. Now we're going to go to back to Georgia. Okay, everyone knows the president called the Secretary of State in Georgia, and on that call, he, he said he was listing these to the Secretary of State. He said, okay, you have felons with incomplete sentences that voted and cast their vote. 2,560. Underage children that registered to vote and illegally voted, 66,247. Unregistered voters who, voters who voted, 2,423. Registered voters who voted in another state after their Georgia registration date, 4,926. Voters who voted in Georgia and also voted in another state, 395. Voters who voted in Georgia but changed their address before the election to do it, 15,700. People who failed to pre-register to vote in their county in time after moving from one county to another, 40,279. Voters who illegally claimed a post office box as their resident, 1,043. Voters who registered too late to vote in the election, 98. People who died prior to the election, they didn't, they were already dead, 10,315. Okay, ballots with no chain of custody. We'll probably talk a little bit about that in this show too, 600,000. And here's what the president said to the Secretary of State in Georgia. Can you just give us, uh, why don't you just give us your, it's only 10, he only lost by 11,730 votes. He said, how about you just give us your underage that voted and your dead people, and we win. It didn't make sense. You say, how about this? This this line here, this people who failed to register, 40,000. Can you just give us them? He said, just get, he, he named the columns. And you know what the Secretary of State of Georgia said? Those numbers are wrong. And and the president said, well, where what, who gave us the numbers? He asked his guy. And that guy said, we got them from the Secretary of State's office. And the president said to the Secretary of State, well, when can we get the right numbers? And the other guy said, sir, we've been trying to get them from the Secretary of State for almost two months. And the point being here, now here comes the point I'm making. Here's, this is all the second miracle of the election. Every one of these states should have been, and, and two plus two is four, right? You should say, okay, you can't count dead people. You can't count underage people. Every one of these states, Donald Trump wins. If the electors would have done their job, the legislators, if the, if the governors wouldn't have said, you know, hey, it's good. All these things that happened, all these anomalies that happened, it would have never happened before, but much less one state, they all say that, that, hey, we're going to go ahead and use this stuff 
and we're going to declare Joe Biden the winner. But here's the big thing, the big miracle. If they would have done that, if they would have done that and said, you know what, we can't count these, Mr. Trump wins, Donald Trump wins, okay, then we wouldn't be where we're at right now. Because the biggest thing against humanity and our country is this attack through these machines. They got this opened up, this revealed the, the machines to where we're at right now. So what you're going to watch during this show is 100% proof that the big thing was the theft by these other countries that came in to attack our country through these machines that are made to steal elections. Every election going forward in history, if these things would have happened, these two, and we wouldn't have, we would have never known, every single vote you would have ever made wouldn't have mattered. Somebody else would have made that vote. And we've all seen in this past month, you think it was a communist coming in and taking this over with people here. This is an attack not only on other those other countries with communism, but they had domestic traitors right here in our country. Whatever's going on right now, we're seeing it. They're suppressing cancel culture. They're trying to cancel us all out. I just seen churches the Christian churches, they're being attacked right now. People on social media, anyone that speaks up, they're going, you can't say that, you're gone. It's like they're, right now they're doing whack-a-mole because they know, they knew they were so close, so close that we would never know in history what happened. But guess what? Now we do know, and you're all going to know. And when you watch this and you get through it, at the end, I'm going to tell you what you can all do. And we're going to start our show right now. And you guys are going to be absolutely amazed. We have the technocrats are controlling the food supply. Secure your own safe source of food supply sale. It's the new prices in 2021, but it's the lowest price for high quality food you're going to find at InfoWarsStore.com. The subsection is prepared with Alex.com. And as all these globalists do this, and as they hoard the food and as they prepare... You need to understand that you need 25-year food supply in the last 25 years. One month, three months, six months, one-year supplies, and it's the highest quality you're going to find. And it's just good to have that checkbox taken care of, and you know you're getting good food at a very good price, and you know that a small percentage of it, because there's not much profit in this, goes to us to fund our operation. So, preparewithalex.com or infowarsstore.com. You can find the preparedness section there, water filtration, air filtration. It's all there. The technocrats are getting ready to bring in all the forced GMO and more. It's time to start getting prepared. It starts with self-defense. It starts with being prepared. It starts with storable food. It starts with digging in. The long globalist fight. You'll win in the end. And now we have with us Colonel Phil Waldron. Yeah, so my, my background in the military is with uh, influence operations, information uh, operations, uh, information warfare, uh, if you will. You know, what we're talking about here today is specific, uh, these machines that were used to, uh, to hack into our election and, and uh, by foreign countries, including China. And uh, what, what did you... Kind of bring us up through the election for yourself, and what, and then how you've gotten so involved right now. Yeah, we, we began looking, uh, working with our partners in, in uh, Dallas at uh, Allied Security Operations Group, uh, with doing some analysis on the data that they had, uh, looking at not only Dominion but ESNS and Heart, several of the other electronic um, voting management systems. And we saw a lot of similarities and, and vulnerabilities in the systems that would be easily uh, influenceable or easily interdicted. And again, as a as an information warfare officer, that's what 
I did. I looked for vulnerabilities and ways to attack systems to create a strategic advantage for U.S. friendly forces. And so when we started seeing the vulnerabilities and all the different ways that you could interdict this, uh, these electronic voting systems, it became apparent that um, we had a problem for the, the November 3rd election. Uh, and that prompted us to uh, spend a lot of time working with Russ uh, Ramsland, getting a lot of the, the historical data, the knowledge. Uh, we started working on our own, really doing a lot of uh, connecting the money um, exercises, doing, doing basic um, investigative research. And then I brought in our, uh, our local DHS team um, here in Texas, both the uh, Intelligence and Assessments Division, uh, which collects, collects intelligence for, for the Department of Homeland Security, mm-hmm. and the CISA, uh, our local CISA rep. And we spent quite a bit of time giving them uh, an introduction to what, what we saw and the vulnerabilities and the ways that these systems could be um, interdicted to change election outcomes at you know, the, the machine level, the server level, fraud at the local level, which, you know, is required to induce the, the uh, illegitimate ballots. Right. Um, then you've got a, the machine level, which is kind of what you were talking about, the, right. the, the algorithms that are directly uh, input into the tabulators. Uh, and we have evidence of that in, uh, in Ware County, Georgia, that, uh, you know, X amount of ballots went through and they, they basically stole 13% of the vote from uh, President Trump and put that 13% of the vote into the category for former Vice President Biden, which made a 26% shift in the vote. And so when you look at the machine level, the machine uh, for Dominion or ESNS, there are so many vulnerabilities in the systems. There are so many fundamental cybersecurity practices that are not enabled that it basically allows anybody who, who has some technical ability and the, the want to, to go and influence uh, our elections. Wow. And sort of that strategic well, well, level is foreign intelligence, foreign intelligence services. And we've got uh, pretty much document, documented of uh, Chinese, Communist Chinese Party ownership of the private equity firm whose board controls Dominion. Um, we've got Chinese Communist, um, the, the president of the Chinese Communist Bank, who is a board, board of directors member of, of the private equity firm that uh, that owns Dominion. Wow. And then if you look at the testing company, the, the only company that has code, the access to the code and the testing for Dominion is in Shenzhen, China. It's a communist Chinese party company. The U.S. government, the state governments, the county governments, they don't have access to Dominion code. But I think it's kind of kind of unique that a Chinese company that's run by the, the, the CCP does have access to the code. And that's why we started seeing at that strategic level of that third tier of election manipulation, a lot of movements of votes, uh, directly direct uh, access to Pennsylvania voting precincts, county tabulation centers, Wisconsin, Michigan, Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, all of that coming in directly uh, from foreign countries, China being the predominant one and uh, through through Pakistani ISI proxies. It, did you find it very frustrating not being able to get get all this information out to the public? Yeah, it, 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 it's very frustrating. Uh, the fact that, uh, you know, everyone says, that, well, there was all these court cases and uh, all the court cases were lost. Well, that's a lie. I mean, we've got statistics on how many court cases were open, how many were dismissed for, uh, you know, for 
standing or procedural, but there, there's only, to my knowledge, two cases, one in Michigan and, and one in Georgia, where evidence has been heard. And those cases are progressing uh, forward. Uh, the Senate in Arizona has heard and seen uh, preliminary evidence, and they've issued a subpoena, and they're per pressing forward uh, with a full forensic audit uh, in Arizona. And that, that could be forthcoming as early as uh, you know this, this coming week. So it's, it's, it is complex and it's hard for people to understand. And if it's hard to understand, people just dismiss it as, uh, you know, right. conspiracy theory right. where it's, it's cyber warfare and unconventional asymmetric warfare conducted right. by a peer threat nation state against the United States government critical infrastructure. The whole country, see, when they, you know, when they shut everything down at night, that that was a deviation. You probably expected this, right? We were watching, we found the, the, the foreign servers in Barcelona and the UK and in, and in Frankfurt. Um, we'd seen several, you know, the one in Toronto, obviously with Dominion. So you know 100% proof that the servers are overseas in other people's countries for our election? Yes, we were mapping out the servers before the elections. Uh, we identified the CIDL uh, server in Frankfurt uh, down to the street address. Frankfurt has I think it's it's either the largest or one of the world's largest um, um, server nodes, you know, a, a cyber node, trans right. a communications node. It's called uh, DE, DE for Germany, NIX, DE NIX. Right. And there were several folks watching the, the traffic and the volume of traffic that night, and they noticed a significant spike in traffic that night just due to, you know, the volume of information going through and one of the reasons that they, they said that the, the traffic was going up was due to the U.S. elections. In your opinion, this is an attack by other countries of foreign, of foreign countries is what you're saying then? I, I believe from what I've seen in uh, the, the, the witnesses that I've talked to that this is a, a coup that uh, it definitely involved elements inside our own country and in, inside our own federal government. Um, Definitely, uh, definitely part of a coup that was aided and abetted by a foreign threat nation state, a peer enemy nation state, right. China. Do you believe that this attack from other countries could not have happened without uh, uh, people here, domestic people, domestic traders, basically? Yeah, I, I, I believe that. Um, again, we have uh, affidavits of CIA and State Department personnel out of the Italian embassy uh, participating in uh, this coup. Um, we have uh, a name, email, and phone number of a senior DOJ official uh, from, a, um, from a, a U.S. attorney that said that this individual was shutting down any DOJ or FBI investigation into any election, um, any election-related investigation and shutting, trying to shut down uh, judicial cases, court cases. So from inside our own DOJ, um, people were shutting down active investigations. You wonder why, you know, uh, Mr. Barr didn't find or see any evidence of uh, widespread election fraud is because the FBI never did anything other than to impede investigations into election fraud. Uh, the FBI went to question the truck drivers who delivered ballots and, and created affidavits. They were harassing, you know, the, the Americans, you know, the patriotic Americans who were who were whistleblowers right. and prosecuting them. Uh, like uh, you mentioned something earlier is is the machines. 
ES and S and Dominion machines. If you look at uh, you know military planning factors, they're critical capabilities. Capability is what you have to have to execute your mission or the enemy has to have to execute its mission successfully. So a critical capability for any of this to happen are the inherent vulnerabilities that were built into ESNS and Dominion software, which is, you know, again, uh, we've proven through through our work that this is all related directly back to the soft uh, Smartmatic, uh, Smartmatic, SGO Smartmatic software uh, core. Wow. And they definitely have financial gains to to financial reasons uh, based on some of the other investments that they've made, right. uh, especially if they, uh, you know, looking down the road, if uh, they make billions and billions of dollars, the board of uh, SGO Smartmatic, uh, because they own a an air purification company. Uh, so just think about it. If, if you get to pick an administration that is favorable to, to your company, say they pass the Green New Deal, and you're going to make billions and billions of dollars off of government mandated um, air purification systems and public buildings and apartment buildings and industrial complexes. You know, you, you would spend quite a bit of money on the front side to, wow. to make sure the election was done. The same thing with China. If China could avoid the U.S. coming to Taiwan's defense, and we've seen indications of that already, and if China could avoid uh, having to fight a, a campaign to protect their man-made islands to extend their territorial waters into uh, international navigable waterways, if they could in invest a billion dollars to do that versus fighting a war, well, they've made a pretty good investment. And right. all the money that they've uh, made into the Biden family, um, all the money that they've made and in invested into U.S. universities and U.S. businesses, buying up uh, our medical and our technical intellectual property, um, stealing a lot more than they bought. Um, they are they are fighting a war. People just don't realize that we're under attack. I love the Patriot Blend Wake Up America coffee. I just love it. I can't get enough of it. We've got a fresh brew right now. That's what fills my mug. That's what fills my belly. That's what fills my soul. Wake Up America Patriot Blend Coffee. Folks, we have had this coffee for years at InfoWarsStore.com. Years. Never raised the price. Never. The Wake Up America Blend, the best coffee. The crew here loves it. We drink it every day. And of course, that's just one of the great ways you can support InfoWars here. Everybody drinks coffee, or just about everybody. Why not support InfoWars and keep the coffee supply at your house with the Wake Up America Patriot blend of course read all the great reviews pretty much perfect review there 4.9 star when you have thousands of reviews it's uh, impossible to have a perfect review unless literally everybody gets it five stars so i mean if you have 4.9 that's pretty much everybody who gives it a five star except maybe one or two people patriot blend 100 organic coffee only available at infowarsstore.com so now we have with us russell ramblin he's a founding member of allied security operational group they're based in dallas texas and they do cyber forensics and security. Russell, um, how are you? Uh, how are you involved with all this uh, this election fraud? Nice. Well, it was interesting, Mike. It's been a long road for us. About two years ago, we had some logs from the Dallas general election brought to us from the central tabulation server, and people ask, "What do these logs mean?" It was about 1,100 pages, and we got looking at them, and we were horrified at what we found because what we found was that people were getting into the system, 
and they were changing the votes. They were erasing databases, they were reloading them, and it was coming from remote locations. And the guy going, this can't be. Now this was back, this is in 2018 when they, so these guys came to you with these, and these were, uh, these were voting machines and were they Dominion machines? No, no, no. We use ESNS in Dallas, not Dominion. So are they are they are they similar similar machines? Yes. Yeah, it's it's very similar stuff. Most of these voting companies all have similar DNA okay. in their original Okay. So, but what you seen was was very it horrified you. Yeah, it did okay. because clearly somebody was playing with the election. Wow. So we tried to get the authorities uh, alerted. We uh, brought in a DOJ uh, prosecutor that ran the cyber uh, group in North Texas, and she was horrified at what we showed her. And she uh, asked us to put it together and eventually submitted the FBI, and we did that, and uh, they did nothing. So we continued to investigate, and the more we found, the more horrifying it got. Now, this all was still coming out of Dallas. Uh, we tried to uh, get senators to look at this, and we tried to get state officials to look at this, but we continued to work on it on our own. We had no client at all, and eventually we did get seven members of the Freedom Caucus this last July to take a two-hour briefing without staff, and um, what they saw was absolute proof that this uh, electronic voting system that we have is completely compromised. Uh, wow. It can be completely manipulated. And um, they were horrified. We've all heard that Texas denied these machines. Well, Texas denied Dominion, but Texas uses other voting machines. We use HART and we use ES&S in Texas. Right. Same, so, why, same. so why would Texas, they denied these Dominion ones and in your opinion, um, so, so they must have looked at them and said, there's something there we don't like. But then they over here with Smartmatic and these other ones, they were okay with that. Why, what would be your opinion of why, why one, they would deny one machine that, because they're afraid of election fraud? And, and over here, they accepted that one. Um, I think that it sometimes has more to do with politics and influence, who gets through and who doesn't, okay. than okay. necessarily the machines. Okay. So we finally ended up with some investigators uh, with Ron Johnson's uh, Department of Homeland Security Oversight Group, and they were horrified at what we showed them, and they tried to get CISA, which is the Cyber Intelligence Security Administration inside the DHS, they tried to get CISA to take a look. CISA would not take the briefing. They couldn't be less interested. So we didn't quite know what to do. We were beginning to find some media people who wanted to start talking about this, and they became appalled. But the break really came in early August when we got some DHS people in Austin with the INA division, the Intelligence and Analysis Division down there, to take a look at what we had. And that's the division that used to have voter integrity before it was handed to CISA. So they looked at it and they were horrified and they sent a whole team to our uh, shop. We spent 11 hours with them. They asked us if uh, we would give them their, our data. We said, of course. 
And uh, so we gave them all our data. They took it back to Austin. And unknown to us, they gave it to three private cyber uh, groups that they use and said, hey, are these guys crazy? I mean, is this nuts or is, this, is there something here? Well, all three groups looked at it and all three groups came back. Not only is, is it right, it's horrifying. Okay, I want to ask you there, when you say horrified, can you explain to everybody watching this right now, what what horrified you? Was it the fact they could go online? Well, there's no effective security at all for your boats. Your boats are stored overseas where they can be easily... Wait a minute, wait a minute. they're stored overseas? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, 20, 27 states use what's called Clarity Cital election night reporting, and those servers are overseas. They have what are called S3 bucket vulnerabilities, and people can get in and change the boats there, and then they can load them all the way back down to the county level here in this country because CIDL, uh gets all the credentials from every single county server here, and so they can get into every single county server and change the votes here from overseas. It's wow. crazy. So, so, so everything that uh, everybody's been talking about out there that they've tried to suppress saying that they, it, we, we heard that machines weren't even online. Uh, and you're saying that 27 states use this and the servers are overseas. So these can go over there and they can change the vote to anything they want and send it back cyberly by Correct. cyber. Correct. Wow. So, um, they became, uh, the DHS people in Austin realized what we were telling them was correct. They became horrified, and they began to try to have a series of classified briefings within their own group in order to push this uh, up, up the chain. And they got about one or two levels up, and then they met a solid wall of resistance that basically said, leave it alone, don't pursue it. Wow. And what do you what do you think being now? Now we're, we're here telling the facts on the show here. But in your mind, why would they do that? What this is just uh, subjectively, why would why would you why would they do that in your mind? I don't know, Mike. You can't explain it. I mean, this is OK. So so then so take us from there. So this is like uh, what, what what approximately when was that when it cut, when it got stopped? That was uh, September. Wow. Yeah, yeah, close to the election. Okay. Close to the election. So what actually happened in this election, this stolen election, we already knew was going to happen. We already had seen it. We knew it was all possible. We knew it was all out there. Now, we didn't know how many foreign servers. You know, before, we weren't seeing very many foreign servers come in and change votes. But in this election, of course, we saw thousands from all over the world. And you've seen, you've seen thousands all right, you've seen all these these hacks. Have you actually seen that with your own eyes? We have seen the data that see, uh, is uh, right. supposedly representative of that. So this uh, the election goes down. You knew it was going to happen. Is it exactly what you thought was going to happen? Yeah, we, we thought it was going to happen on three levels. We thought there would be massive uh, local cheating. We thought there would be uh, cheating through the actual voting companies themselves whether it's them or someone else manipulating them. And we thought that there would be cheating from uh, votes being injected from overseas. And that's exactly what we saw happen. Wow. And we developed huge tons of, of absolute proof 
on this, but no court case was ever allowed uh, ever allowed it to be presented. So that sort of gave fodder to this media myth that it didn't exist, but it does exist. It's out there. It's unbelievable. It's massive. Wow. Did and everybody hear that? What he, what Russell's saying here, this is what everyone says. Well, there was no evidence. So you're saying no judges would look at the evidence. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. It, and now we don't know why. We don't know why. I mean, they, it wasn't because there wasn't evidence. They didn't even want to look at it. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Now we've heard about, we've also, in fact, on this show, the Antrim County in Michigan. Um, were you guys ever, were you guys, I, weren't you guys contacted to look into that? That was our work. Yes. Oh, wow. I, okay. I actually signed the, the uh, forensic audit report. And because uh, our guys did all that, are part of our team. And um, that came about because there was a down ballot race and um, the judge allowed some limited discovery. What came out of that was appalling enough that he uh, allowed further discovery. And then, of course, that report went national because what we found was so um, horrifying. Right. For everybody out there, what we've all heard, this Antrim County in Michigan, and in this show here, we've you know you've you've seen it. We've had uh, we've this is uh, this is the reason it was talked about so much because this is a small county, and it was like fifteen thousand some people voted, and it was seven thousand some votes flipped. I mean, so it was so obvious. Uh, you know, we had sixty five percent. Um, Republican and 35% Democrat normally, and it was completely flipped. So everybody in the town knew it was a deviation that didn't make sense. And so, so Russell, this case is still open. Is that, that's correct, right? That is, that is correct. Okay. Can uh, I, well, can I ahead. ask you this? So what you've seen there is exactly what you knew was going to happen. And now were you able to look at other places. What was different about Antrim County? Now, the, what we all heard was you were able to get into the, you know, the forensics of it and see all this. Were you able, have you been able to do that in any other uh, places in the United States since then or, or, you know, since this election ended on, um, in November? Actually, uh, on a limited basis, we have been able to go into two other counties. We have not published that information yet. And there are reasons why we aren't publishing that information right now. Uh, but both of them have not only confirmed, they have confirmed that it's even worse than in Antrim. Um, okay. Did everybody hear that? What we have here, and Russell can't disclose this, because what every time something pops up, it gets buried out there. Things happen. I don't, I, you know, it, this, is, this is the most um, attack on our country, and I'm telling you, ever. I mean, this is, uh, and it, that's why, you know, it's getting suppressed every, everywhere. So what he's saying, two other places. Now, is this breaking news right now? You're saying right now you have two other places, and what you're seeing is even worse than you could ever imagine? Well, it's, it's, it's just like Antrim, only it's worse in many ways. You know, in Antrim, what people need to understand, real simple, Mike, when people vote and they scan their ballot in, it either goes into the regular sort of bucket and gets voted, or else it goes into what's called an adjudication bucket. If it goes into the adjudication bucket, then whoever's running the voting system 
gets to vote that vote however they want. Well, in, in Antrim, we found ballot rejection rates of 82%, 82%, wow. Wow. 82% of the ballots are going to adjudication. And what, what is, what is the, what's the normal number? I mean, is there a normal number for, for an election that would be uh, what percentage are, and, on, and what would be it on the high end? Well, certainly less than 1% would be, uh, uh, should ever go to adjudication. Wow. There's all, less than no, 1%, everybody. And this was 85%. That's, yes, that's, well, and in Fulton County, they, the Fulton County uh, people themselves admitted to a 93.6% adjudication rate in some cases. That means the entire election was decided by the people that ran the uh, system, not by the voters. Uh, and now, and now what you're talking about there isn't, this is a, one other way these machines can, uh, you can, that you can cheat through the front or cheat there, but this does not count what you're talking about earlier, the cyber forensics where that goes overseas to these servers that are all based over there, correct? That does not, that's a different issue altogether. Right. So both of them involve the machines, everybody. One we've talked about in this show is here. But the cyber one is what you just heard from Russell, which he said earlier, this is all the attack by the other countries that hacked in, uh, which we're going to show you that proof now that Russell doesn't even know that we have that's going to show who did it, the time they did it, the computer they did it off at everything. If, if we would have never found out or this would never have gotten what we're going to get to now, what in the what would the future have looked like in, in elections? Well, I mean, we're basically approaching Venezuela, where it doesn't matter who doesn't votes. Matter. Right. Somebody else matter. picks our people for them, so why vote, right? I mean, that's the way it, that's the way it would have been. Um, machines that go online, like in his son. Now, if I, you said earlier, it's not just Dominion. It's all the, all the machines that were used in this election. Would, is that what you would say? Yes, that's absolutely a fair statement. And let, let me... Let me tell you a little bit about that. You know, for these people that say it's not online, we have videos of workers with poll books who are swiping left on their poll book and bringing up Netflix and getting a movie and watching it on their poll book. How does that happen if it's not connected to the Internet? Right, right. We have affidavits of a, of a uh, uh, election judge who showed up at, at her precinct found her her horror they had loaded the wrong precinct in her equipment called her voting company and her voting company put her on hold and uh the self uh, the help desk from another state called in and in 10 minutes somehow reloaded her poll books from another state with the correct precinct how does that happen if it's not connected to the internet i know they were all online but they but is it illegal for them to be online well, it depends. Some places, uh, yes, some places, no. I mean, the okay. assurance is that you can trust the voting system because they're not online, but they are most clearly online. I got you. I got you. Now, so. here's one you don't know. We ran uh, through a, a different group here, a little operation in Dallas during this last election. And let me describe the operation so you'll understand the magnitude of what I'm telling you. What we did is every day we just took the information uh, on the voter records of the people who voted that day in Dallas. Dallas posts them online. So you get a big, big, long record of this voter. You don't see how he voted, 
but you see everything else, name, where he lives, when he asked for a ballot, where he voted, uh, his residence address, on and on and on. And all of those, as you know, are comprised of zeros and ones. That's how computers work. So all we did is we would add up all the zeros and ones in that voter record and store it. And then we would watch what would happen to that voter record as we worked our way through early voting. Mike, we saw 57,000 votes get their voter records changed during early election alone in Dallas, Texas. Wow. We saw a 10 block long street in Dallas, Texas, get every single vote wiped out and then subsequently replaced one at a time with clearly something changed because the, the hash, uh, in other words, it's, it's uh, a record of, of the zeros and ones had been changed. And so we know it was tampered with. Wow. I mean, I, it's I, unbelievable. Was it nationwide that this happened? Yes. Okay. And you've seen the cyber, the, the cyber forensics that should show that. We will show that too. But I just want to ask you, why, if you're, if there's, you know, why didn't they, why didn't they set these machines then to win Texas too? I mean, or do you, you know, what would be your uh, opinion on that of why they didn't set them high enough to win Texas too? Well, there had been a certain amount of uh, concern raised in, in Texas as a result of our 2018 work. You know, Pete Sessions actually filed a complaint in Texas and published a paper on it because his race got stolen. And so they were very well aware that Texas was going to come under some scrutiny that other places probably were not. Right. And there was also a huge operation down in uh, uh, Houston where a vote scamming scheme for over 700,000 votes was exposed. And um, so there was a lot going on in Texas, and I think it made them a little skittish to uh, operate as brazenly here as so they, they might. Did. They might have backed off a little, but you just said something there. So you're telling me that they controlled all the down tickets too if they decided that they, they wanted to flip a senator or, or a congressman or whatever. Is that correct? No doubt. Absolutely. So, Russell, could you speak specifically to the malware? Sure. Um, there is a company out of Barcelona, Spain called Seidel, and it owns a company called Clarity Election Night Reporting. And Hart reports to them, and Dominion reports to them, and ES&S reports to them. All these companies report the votes to them. And then election night reporting supposedly just passes the votes along to the media. But <clears throat> using standard white hat um, tools, um, we can look and see what uh, is, is on their server over in um, uh, Frankfurt, Germany. And there is a, uh, an area on their server on a particular kind of equipment, there is a piece of malware called QSnatch. QSnatch actually watches all the information that comes in and it grabs the login credentials of every single county in the country that reports to it. So that once it has all those credentials, it can then look back into that county 
and it can access the county database from overseas or wherever else it wants to if you want to inject changed votes either through the adjudication system or just plain flat replace the database. So it's, it's, uh, it's a massive, massive, massive security vulnerability and it is there, it is working and they have all the login ability they need to get into any county that reports to them. Wow. So, so basically what you said earlier all the uh, all the servers are over there. They can take all of our counties in our country, look at them, and then decide what they want to do with that information and what they can do in the county, what they need to flip. So, in the, you know, we all heard uh, this. Uh, we all heard about this Italy thing, and uh, that it went to Italy and Germany when they had to. On the, I guess this would be in the middle of the night on on November fourth. Is this something? Would you would you know anything about that? I mean, to I mean, so they what we've all heard out there is it went over there. Some guy even admitted he did it, which we're going to have his affidavits up here. But uh, um, what do you? What's your opinion on that? Well, our opinion on that was that it should have been investigated uh, because it is very consistent with what we do see happening. But um, it was not investigated. Apparently, the uh, Department of Justice did not investigate. You know, you got the usual, oh, it's been uh, debunked. Well, who debunked it? Uh, when did they debunk it? How did they debunk it? Uh, yeah. There was no investigation by anyone of that information. And there should have been because it is entirely consistent. I don't know if it's true but it's entirely consistent with everything we have seen um, in, in terms of capabilities. Bill Barr comes out and said, there's no evidence. I mean, what would be your opinion? Why people would keep pushing this down and not want to know? I don't care what side of political lines you're on. Why would you not want to know if they, the truth? Um, that has been a constant haunting question to everyone on our team. I think it's a combination of things. I think some people are truly, completely, totally corrupt. I suspect that at the bottom of this, uh, you might find that our government has been changing votes in other countries for years and they don't really want it revealed, certain parts of our government. Um, I think that uh, there are people that don't want to look, they're afraid to look. I think there are probably people who are uh, compromised. Right. and have been able to stay out of it. Right. Uh, I right. think that it's a variety. It's not one simple little reason. Right, and that's what I wanted people to hear because I hear it all the time. People are going, you know what? This, you know, Bill Barr said this, and the, all, there's no none of the judges accepted it, and you hear all this, and we can't explain all that because it's a probably multiple things like Russell says there, and that's my opinion too. It could be anywhere up to a dozen things. Who knows? But it doesn't matter. All that doesn't matter because now the truth is told today and it's all coming out and and everybody, you know, I, I really believe what's going to happen once everybody sees now this is finally you're going to have people that aren't afraid to speak out because it'll be, it's too late to close the gate, the cows are out of the barn. Everybody's going to know about it and they're going to want to know more and more. So, well, you know, Mike, the, the real thing is, I think pretty soon the question's going to start to turn around and people are going to go, wait a minute, what is everyone so afraid of? Right. Why are they going to such incredible lengths? 
to say there's nothing here when there clearly is something here. Well, you know, this is almost like you, you and I remember Enron. This is almost like Enron. Would we all be saying, oh, no, we don't want to investigate Enron. No one should look into Enron. No, no, Enron shouldn't have to tell you how they spend your money. You just keep giving them your 401k money. Right. No, that's not how it works. And that's not how our voting system should work either. It really is simple. The left are into being deviant. And I don't mean sexually deviant. That goes to the territory. I'm talking about deviant against their ancestors, deviant against their own species, deviant against the order of nature. Even though that deviance is destructive and poisonous, they still do it because they want to play God. Everything they touch, they destroy. Their their sacrament is aborting babies and then using their body parts. Their, their religion is not taking care of the old but euthanizing them. Their whole system is designed for the UN to keep third world countries in serious poverty and poor, ballooning populations, then watching all that new fruit die on the vine to continually reproduce the same nightmares over and over and over again. They truly are the children of Satan. They are the children of the devil. And if you look at the slaves that serve them, Biden and Kamala Harris, it really is manifest that being a slave of Satan is not profitable. Sin is not profitable. I'm Alex Jones, and this is the Info War. So now we have with us Dr. Shiva. He has four MIT degrees. He's an expert in system science and pattern analysis. And I met him four weeks ago because I don't want him out there going, well, Mike, why didn't you bring this to us before? Well, I just met Dr. Shiva four weeks ago, and he's going to tell you, he actually ran for Senate, and he knows all about these machines now. And, it, and we're going to hear some of the stuff that I found out and went, wow, this is a absolutely validates this election fraud with these machines. So uh, yeah, thanks, Mike. I'm yeah. glad we connected. Yeah. You know, it's an interesting opportunity for me, Mike, because it's rare that a guy who's a scientist, an engineer, an MIT guy even runs for office. Right. And then it's even more rare that you come across something you never think occurs in the United States. You know, I grew up in India and right. third world countries. We talk about election fraud. When I was running in Massachusetts in 2020, we had it 3,000 volunteers on the ground, you know, uh, 20,000 bumper stickers, 10,000 lawn signs, billboard ads, radio, TV, network. We were everywhere. The GOP establishment, who doesn't want a bottoms-up guy like me, who hated Trump, ran a no-name out there, mm -hmm. who no real lawn signs, no bumper stickers, no right, organization, right, nothing. Right. And we knew on election night, which was a Republican primary, September 1st, 2020, the word landslide is what we heard everywhere. We knew that we you had, were going to win by landslide. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was obvious. I mean, we worked. I mean, and, and, and I think you said unless there was a election fraud. Which uh, yeah. You, but you probably but thought I, but that's I, just, you know, maybe someone. Put yeah. I mean, one of my close friends said, Shiva, we're going to win this unless yeah. there's election fraud. And I, I just thought this is just some right. fringe stuff. Right. Right. But so you I weren't thinking about machines. I wasn't thinking okay. about machines because right. I didn't know that, you know. Right. You know, from creating email and all these systems, I know the power of machines. Right. Oh, by the way, yeah, he created emails, right? He, I did. I created creator, email as a creator of email. I just want to tell you, the guy's a genius. So what you're going to hear here, this is what I did my due diligence on. I, you know, this is just one guy going, okay, you know, is this real or this not? And it, believe me, it's real. Yeah, I mean, you know, so I have a lot of history, not only in pattern analysis, system science, right. but I build large-scale computer systems. The stuff I've used has been used by the Senate, has been used by the largest right. Fortune 1000 companies in the world. So I know how you move from paper-based systems and electronic systems, and I know the power of electronic systems. When you put some process that's in electronic form, right. a single individual has immense amounts of power. Right. So that's a background.
But on September 1st, 2020, what we saw was we knew we'd won on a landslide. Right. And there we are with our big party set up and we see the results coming in. Now in Massachusetts, we saw in Franklin County, which is 80 to 90% hand counted paper ballots, mm -hmm. no machines, right. I win by 10%. And in every other county, Mike, 60, 40, 60, 40, 60, 40, 60, That you 40. lost by? I lost by. The exact percentage. Exact percentage by a guy who was in, in, in a, a black county, this guy wins, in a white county, he wins, in a Hispanic county, the guy was nowhere. By the same percentage. By the same percentage. That's not only a deviation, but it's an anomaly. That's it, it's it's an anomaly. Do you think that's impossible? Or you're like me. Well, it's I highly, I mean, to be from a scientific standpoint, right. you would say it's highly unlikely. Right, right. And that began my journey to start really saying, wow, election fraud could take place in America. Mm -hmm. So I started reading up everything I could. By September 9th, eight days later, right. I found out something interesting. I found out that these electronic voting machines, remember, there's two ways you can vote. One is you vote, you give a paper ballot, and the paper ballot is counted by human beings, two right, people. Right. That's what occurred in Franklin County. But in those other counties, they take that paper ballot when you vote electronically. Into it, a machine. It goes into a machine. And what happens in that machine? The paper ballot is converted to an image called a ballot image. No right. different than you taking right. a phone a picture with your iPhone. Right. Now, so what is actually counted? The paper ballot gets put aside. The machine, the electronic, quote unquote, AI on the machine, actually tries to figure out where the circles are. And right. the machine is counting the ballot image. Right. So at that stand, at that point, I realized, oh my God, the ballot image is the ballot. Right. The images are the ballot. So, so you, I, were holding, you were, you were going to get to the bottom of this no matter what. No, I am, no, because I, I, I like, like me. I, I want to say something. One thing about Dr. Shiva, when I met him, I'm going, wow, he's just like me. I look at deviations every day. If I see a TV station that normally does 10,000, because I track them all individually, it does 10,000, and all of a sudden one day it, it did only 2,000, I'll tell you what, what I do is spend the rest of the day or a week or a month, I'm going to find out how that happened. Because the only way things change is what? A different input. Exactly. A different input. So you've got this anomaly. You've got a, You've got this deviation. And not just because you were running a person, you know, it's not like you were just biased going, you know, I won, I know I won. You're, you're now you're digging in to find out how these, how this weird mathematical. Exactly. Happen. I mean, the scientist engineer kicked in, right? right? right. I mean, just yeah, like that, you know, right. you're a scientist and engineer in, in a very interesting, from a marketing standpoint. Right. But, and I think we both sort of pursue the same aims. Right. But here, right. what we found out was that the first thing that gave me a big insight is that A, ballot images are being created. Right. And then I also found out by federal law, in 1974, they passed a law for federal elections. Those ballot images must be saved. So that was one piece of the puzzle, okay? Mm -hmm. right. The other piece of the puzzle was, um, I found out that the voting machines, as early as 2002, have a feature in there called a weighted race feature, where it's embedded into the system where you can multiply candidates' votes by a percentage. All right, so what that means is you get 1,000 votes, I get 1,000 votes, right. I can multiply your votes by two, my votes by 0. 0.5. And right. if everyone, anyone doesn't believe this, go look up the Diebold voting manual. Go to page 2-126 in the manual in the 2002 version, right. and you'll see it in there. So did, were you able to prove that, yours, that your election was stole by the machines? Did you, mathematically, do you prove a hun, did you prove 100% that this could only be re recreated by a machine to do that 60-40, that same, you know? Yeah, so what we proved, Mike, was, what first of all, we showed that the state had deleted the ballot images, right? which means that if they had the ballot images, I could found the algorithm. So it came upon me to use all that 40, 50, 40 years of experience that I'd learned from 14 all the way to MIT. 
I had to bring all that rocket science right. to actually look at the data. And what I found out in the data was a very interesting anomaly, mm -hmm. which in, as you said, a deviation in right. one of the counties called Suffolk County, which is typically highly Democrat. Right. So we were able to see these interesting numbers up, down, up, down, up, down. Right. Essentially, imagine going to a casino. Every time you roll twice the number of odd as you get even. Okay, right, It's right. unlikely. It should yeah, be 50-50. Yeah, right. And in fact, when we did the numbers, that pattern could only occur one in 100,000. Mm -hmm. We apply, we you know, sued the state on this, and the judge did not dismiss our case. It's, it's still open. It's still, not only it's open, but we survived dismissal. And the other thing was, we also showed that when I put this out on Twitter and said, look, the Secretary of State deleted ballot images, Twitter didn't do anything to me, but the Secretary of State contacted Twitter to shut me down, along with the National Association of State Election Directors that came out. Wow. Well, let me stop you right there, because I want to say something. Yeah. Did you hear the Twitter thing? All of you in this country and the world know my Twitter was taken down. You know why it was taken down the first time 20-some days ago is because I put up of the new evidence, which Dr. Sheba here, I'm going to tell him in a second, this new evidence that came out shows the timestamp in, in space of where, you, you know, where the, who did it, what country did it, like China. Well, remember, we have two cases. First, we show, we basically went into court saying the Secretary of State contacted Twitter. That means Twitter takes orders from the government. This is what we showed. Twitter takes and orders from the that's government. That's proven. That's 100%. Yes. It came out in three, three hours in testimony. Jack Dorsey took orders from the Secretary of State of Massachusetts. This is what happens in countries like China. The government tells the corporations what to do. And in, in, in the United States, what came out in our three hours of testimony where I represented myself, right. no one wanted to take the swamp on in Massachusetts. Right. So what came out was we have the Secretary of State's, uh, 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 the election director and the communications officer saying they contacted Twitter to shut me down. Is and that Twitter still away. open? Is that it, still open? Not only is it open, the judge gave me the restraining order and the case is open. And my other case to decertify, they try to apply a 100, 200 page uh, a motion to dismiss, and the judge denied their motion. Wow. And that means, look, MIT MIT's in Massachusetts, right? right? There's a lot of computer people there. Right. No one has rebutted my mathematical uh, explanation showing that they multiplied my, my votes by 0. 0.666. So 0. Look, 0.666 they multiplied. Exactly, and the other guys by 1.2. Everyone hear that? Well, oh. I, th I think one of the things the public needs to understand is federal laws, the Department of Justice is supposed to enforce them. Right. You know, when we found out the ballot images were deleted, we informed the, uh, uh, what's the name, Barr, right. and the local U.S. attorney, and they've done nothing. Oh. So basically, this is what happens in third world countries, right? right. You have laws, right. but nothing's followed. Right. And if that's where we've gotten into, it's a serious problem for this right. country because well, the laws don't mean problem. anything. You mentioned Barr. I mean, he comes out and says there was no election fraud. You know, and here we have right here, you told him of some, right? I told him of some. And I was this to, before uh, the election even? Before, before but this was in uh, October. I October. Walked, this, so this was, it, it, yeah. Bill Barr, if you're watching, I mean, I mean, what? why would you say something like that when, yes, this, is a, this wasn't just election fraud. This was a historical election fraud. This was coming from uh, a lecture from machines, from these machines, of biblical proportions, of historical proportions. And now this is, it's all going to get exposed. And I want all these, I want the senators, the congressmen, the government, the governors, the legislators, everybody needs to watch the, this show. And when you do, 
you know, a lot of you can go, well, I never knew. I never knew. And that'll be a lot of excuse for a lot of them because of our mainstream media and all the people. I can't believe the money spent to suppress this, you know, to suppress it. So when you pop anything that popped up, boy, they were right on it. Let's destroy them. Right. Let's destroy them. Like, who was the last thing to pop up? Me. When I seen this, I popped up. And how you destroy my platform? Because everybody knows I'm out there. They've done everything they could from from bots and trolls to go after my integrity to, to Twitter. I mean, it's just been in a massive attack. But then you know you're right over target, right? It wasn't Twitter acted alone. We found the government right. contacting right. Twitter. Now, this is a fundamental violation of the First Amendment. Political speech, a government speech cannot supersede political speech. So I, I bet you you'll find out that some government official may have likely been involved in contacting Twitter. Oh, they're case. big. Oh, yeah. And, well, and that's we, what I know it, Jack Dorsey was involved. Jack, if you're out there, I mean, you did this to my movie a couple of years ago with Unplanned, where they shut Twitter down, shut Twitter shut that down for two hours when it, when it launched. I said, I mean, you look at now we're getting into a whole segment there where you're talking about how we all know the social media, what they've done, you know, from uh, Mark from Mark Zuckerberg and, and uh, Jack Dorsey, these platforms, the power they have along with the mainstream media, you know, what did they do when they took over? You talk about third world country. In Nazi Germany, they took over, you know, all your, in, in any country like that, they'll take over your communication. You know, how are we going to communicate? You're here in one sec, you know, and, uh, and this is where we're at. But we're going to get this out there. This show is going to be, uh, this is what everybody's been waiting for. And, you know, if I, I encourage a newscast out there. If you're all these journalists and all you and all you guys that have been calling me, all for three weeks now. You never called me before. Uh, you're from uh, your CNNs to your New York Times, your Washington Post. All you guys have been calling me nonstop every day because you think you got some kind of making up some dirt or something, or because Dominion, you're saying things about Dominion. I encourage you all. You why don't you be a real journalist and take this story and run with it. Be the first one to go, wow, this is real. You bet maybe you'd become the biggest outlet in the country by doing that. Just because the real crime scene in America is these computer algorithms. And I'm going to tell you, it's, that is the crime scene. And I'm going to tell you, this is their game, too, that these machine guys played it's, it with the, like Dominion. They went out there and a lot of these places, I couldn't even go on the media and talk about these machines because they were threatened. I go on a, I go on a news talk show and they go, we can't talk about that. I was just on one last night. You can't talk about that. Why not? Remember, don't worry, be happy. Everything's going to be all right. Over and over, you're told, let the technocracy spy on you. Let big tech control what you do. They will never abuse their power. They will never hurt you. And just as soon as they got their global AI grid in, they used communist China as the beta test to sell the world on a dystopic martial law lockdown. When it all started eight, nine months ago, I told you, it's never going to end. They're never going to turn loose this power. They're going to make you have internal passports on your phones to leave your house, to have a job, to travel. They're going to add more and more restrictions on of how you get that travel pass. Remember The Running Man, Schwarzenegger movie in the mid-80s, written by Stephen King about a future police state? Watch that movie and then compare it to today. We are in the absolute brand, the absolute mold of a classic authoritarian dystopic nightmare. We've got to reject this now before it's cemented. Okay, now we have Patrick Kolbeck, and he was a former state senator in Michigan, 
And Patrick, how are you involved with, uh, you know, what brought you here today? <laughs> yeah, well, it came from uh, as a result of my decision to be a poll challenger out of the Detroit AV County Board. And I did a marathon 25-hour shift from uh, to starting on election night around 5 o'clock all the way through the next day. Wow. So we this, witnessed all the fun. This was in Michigan. Yep. We're at Michigan, what county? At the Detroit AV County Board in Wayne County. Well, a little background on me. I mean, I was a for, when I was a state senator, I was actually the vice chair of the elections, government, uh, elections and Government Reform Committee in the Michigan right. State Senate. And uh, in addition to that background, my background as a uh, um, Microsoft small business specialist, and, <laughs> and I did cabling design on the space station. I'm, so in other words, I'm familiar with election processes, and I'm familiar with network configuration. So my focus when I came at the Detroit AV County Board was, I wanted to understand specifically the handoff of vote tally information throughout the system. We did see evidence that it was connected to the internet. What was the, that evidence? Well, that, that control center, they've already been, they've already admitted to the fact that that control center had computers that were connected to um, the internet. And we saw the actual cable routed from the wall of the, uh, of the TCF uh, center to the control center. And we have election officials that admitted that there were computers in that control online. center that were connected that were to the online. internet. And anybody with worth their salt in IT land understands that if one computer is connected to the internet, they're all, they're all connected, connected to the internet. You may say that it's air gap, you may say right. you have a firewall, so but there's people be, that eat firewalls so, for breakfast. So <laughs> that, so what you're saying, you knowing that, so if it's connected to the internet, somebody out there could have hacked in and yep. then did the flip in the votes. And, yep, when you get into a case where you've got the same devices that are supposed to be capturing that vote tally connected to the internet, or frankly, even connected to a large local area network, right, right. and you can't witness that handoff of right. vote tallies, you don't have that seal. So you may be thinking you're passing that information from point A to point B, but there's nothing to prevent it being, from so, going to point C right. in the interim. So it's called a man in the middle attack. Right. So that, so if you're on, if you're online, I mean, that anybody could get in there yeah. and then do that because they're intercepting that. It's an interception. That's why you don't have right. machines aren't supposed to be online in election, right? Yes, it's they're called not, man in the middle, and right. you wouldn't accept that if it was a traditional precinct and you right. got that, you got it, that, it, uh, it, uh, that uh, precinct results and it wasn't sealed. You'd be raising your hand saying something's rotten. Absolutely. Here. I want to ask this though, because if you were there, did it slow down in the middle of the night when you were there? Like at absolutely, two in the yeah. It so was, it slowed down. To it was a almost trickle? dead as a night. Yeah, and that's when some ballots came in the back door. Well, now we're here with Melissa Carone, and you were actually hired by Dominion for November third and four, just for two days, yes. right? Yeah. And. Um, and they found you online, right? You had a resume online. You have an right. IT background? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So why don't you tell us, uh, you know, tell us what happened. So I was there to assist with IT work Okay. Uh, for Dominion. So okay. what I was doing was just walking up and down the rows of the By the machines. machines. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So there's, uh, that's a tabulating machine? Yeah. So I could get very close to these machines. Okay. And so then, so what about the, uh, was, was that the only kind of machine? Uh, no, there was, so there, on the stage, there was adjudication machines in the front and the back. Okay. And then on the sides, there was the adjudication, okay. or the, the, I'm sorry, the tabulating machines. Right. Both there. Dominion machines, correct? Both Dominion okay. machines. All right. So you got to see what? Thousands of votes? Thousands. Thousands upon thousands of votes. Okay. What was on every vote? Every vote that I saw was for uh, Joe Biden. For Joe Biden. When I heard this, and I want to say, the you've seen, I, you worked how many hours? 20, 22 straight hours. And then you came home. back for four hours? Correct. 
out of all that time, did you ever see one Trump vote? I never saw a single Trump vote. Right. So when the ballots got to the tabulating machines, um, they would just put them through, put them, it's kind of like a printer. You, you would look at it kind of like a printer where the paper would come out normally. Right. That's yep. where they yep. were put in. And it would end up as they were tabulated on the top of the machine. Okay? Right, right. So these would jam constantly, constantly right. jam. Right. And because right. these are mail in ballots, creases, right. anything right. in them would, would jam this. You and know, when they jammed, it. what happened? When they this jammed, they would uh, take the ballot on the computer. There was a computer in front of each person. Right. Um, it would say ballot number, you know, 20. 20. Uh, jammed. Out of a group of 50. So the yeah. 20th ballot jammed. Mm -hmm. Then what? Then so what? it would say discard rescan. And the way they were supposed to do it is discard them and, and then rescan them, but they were not discarding these. So they so. used the same, let's say 30 went through, it got stuck on the 30th one. Mm -hmm. They'd put that number 30 at the top of the same 50 yeah. pack and run them through again. Yeah. So you're telling me that tabulator had no way to know. It's just counting the, the number of like a that's, counting a deck of cards. That's exactly it's not, you could sit there and run the same deck of cards through this tabulator over yeah. and over and over and over again. Yeah. Is that right? So one time through the night, um, I approached my manager and I said, um, this, this machine has a count of over 400 on it. Right. I said, what's going on here? And he, I said, this is not right. There's, they should not go above 50 because the batches are only 50. Only 50. And I said, we have a huge problem here. And he said, I don't, he pulled me aside and he said, I don't want to hear that we have a problem. He said, we are here to assist with IT work. Now, was this a Dominion guy? The, he, he owned, he's actually a part owner of Dominion. Wow. Okay. Yes. Well, um, what? So 26 hours of watching ballot after ballot by the, walking up and down these uh, tabulating machines, not one ballot was for Donald Trump. We are witnessing a perfect dichotomy of psychological warfare. The United Nations, the big corporations, the globalists, big tech and big pharma are all pushing the cub is the most deadly thing in history, even though statistically it's a very weak flu or cold. But if you are deficient, then you can actually die from it. That's why you see somebody dying inside the nursing homes. Meanwhile, all these top scientists and, and, and researchers and former Pfizer head medical officers have come out and said that the COVID-19 vaccine, especially the mRNA ones, are basically bioweapons that are super deadly. And now they're having to resuscitate people that die, basically, when they take it. Just like newborn babies, they give vaccines. They have to resuscitate them all the time, or a lot of times they just let them die. And that's on the record, it does that. Guillain-Barre's, narcolepsy, cancer, all these other diseases. But they tell you, safe and effective. No one's getting hurt. It's a conspiracy theory. And then all the fine princess can kill you absolutely deadly. So they run from something that isn't dangerous towards something that is incredibly dangerous. Because the media says it's safe, they do it. Okay, now we're here with Matt DiPerno. And he's the lawyer that we all heard about this Antrim County. How did you get uh, this county... Um, that you hear about and how to even get involved in this. Sure. Um, well, I know some people who live up in Antrim County and Antrim County is a small county up in Northern Michigan. It historically votes roughly 65% Republican, 35% Democrat. And in this case, it completely flipped on election night. Roughly 65% of the vote went to Joe Biden and 35% to Donald Trump. So people who lived up there knew that there was a problem. They knew that the results were not correct. And on the morning of November 4th, they actually contacted the 
Antrim County clerk and requested that she look into the results because they knew what had been posted on the website could not be true. And through a series of events, people I knew up there and, and a person named Bill Bailey, who's a, a patriot who lives up in Antrim County um, and who knew there was a problem and wanted to challenge the results, they ended up connecting him to me and I filed a lawsuit. But what's important is in, in filing this lawsuit, uh, we weren't seeking publicity, we weren't seeking fame, we just wanted to get results. Uh, we filed in, uh, the name in, in the name of a patriot named Bill Bailey and we challenged down ballot school board elections. That's what he was most interested in, in, in learning about school board elections. Uh, of course, he was obviously also interested in other aspects of the election, what happened in the presidential election and how did things flip. Uh, but primarily, we, the, the case centered on local politics. And if you look at certain t uh, townships like Chestonia Township, okay, uh, Joe Biden got 197 votes uh, on November 3rd. Right, right. Um, in reality, he only got 93. After, How do you know that, that he only got 93? Because there's since been a hand recount. A though. hand recount. So when did they do that? Uh, they did a hand recount on November 21st and then again on December 17th. Right, right. Okay. Uh, on December 17th, actually, they told us they were going to do a full audit of the county. The right. Secretary of State right. did. But in, in reality, they only did a hand recount again. Okay. Um, so, so on the recounts, we had 197. And then over here, Donald Trump had three. So then when you, the real numbers were 93 and 197, is that correct? That's correct. So you can see Joe Biden on election night got right. 197. Right. He got Donald Trump's 197 right. votes. They've, right. So we can know, we know that that was a- This a, is a hundred percent fact here. hundred percent factual. Now, now what we're showing here, you guys, so everyone knows, these are all precincts. I don't know if you can see this here. These are all precincts. So let's just do this precinct. 392, this is done through the machines. And Donald Trump got eight. What? So here is a 392 to eight, but the real number was 198 to 392. And if you see here, Elk Township, Joe Biden got 392 right. on election. In reality, those are Donald Trump's votes. Those were the 392. Right. They were just flipped. In order for that to be off, and you do the conclusion, which I would right now, 100%, how could that be off? There would be something wrong with what? The machines. The machines. The machines. And what we're showing here right now, what you're going to see, all this that we've been talking about, this massive machine election fraud that went on where countries hacked into our election and nationwide. This is one little county in northern Michigan. And these machines would do it right down to the precinct. Okay. But we, you're going to see this is the example we have that were, that was hand counted. And then, you know, the rest of the country, you know, didn't get to do that. They didn't have the luxury of being able to do that, you know. And so what I want to tell you all is this is the perfect example, just so you know, right down to the precinct level, what went on with these machines. I want, I want to see one more here. So, well, you can look at like uh, Kearney Township. Yeah. Joe Biden got 744 on election right. night. Those were Donald Trump's votes. He actually recorded 16 on election okay. night. Okay. So here's this county that traditionally always is like 65% Republican, 35% Democrat, correct? correct? That's correct. Okay. So everyone in the county knew when these numbers came in on, on November 4th, they're going, uh, there's something wrong with the machines. Everyone, everyone would think that. It wouldn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican, you're going, wow. 
And it's not like what? And they couldn't use the deviation saying, well, it was because of mail-in voting because this isn't, there's no huge cities in there like Detroit, correct? That's correct. All right. So I just want everyone out there to know this before you get into town. This is just a small county, northern Michigan, and they ended up flipping. We had 15,718 votes. 15,718 votes. Votes. And 7,060 were flipped from Trump to Biden. Is that correct? Yeah. And what's more, even what's even more interesting. By by machines, right? It had to be done by the machines. Absolutely, by machines. If you look at the original vote count, uh, 7,769 for Joe Biden and 4,509 for Donald Trump. That actually totals 12,278 votes. Right. By machine on November 3rd. That's the vote tally. Right. That wasn't correct. Because if you look at the hand recount, it was actually 59-59 for Joe Biden and 97-59 for Donald Trump, which gets us to 15,718. So the question is, where where were the 3,200 votes on election night? Right. Why weren't and, they recorded? Yeah, right. And that, but but even even with that, and we don't know why. We don't know why on that. We're, I'm here to show everyone out the facts and evidence that I've seen 100%. Here's 100%. This little county in northern Michigan, the, look at what the difference was. It was a net of 5,250 votes. Is that correct? That's a net for Donald Trump. That's a net for Donald Trump. There was 7,000, that's where you get the 7,060 votes. So what I want to show you here in the next slide is actually the number of registered voters. This is what you're getting to. The number of registered voters in the county is 22,082 votes. Right. And this is the total number of votes cast by machine on November 3rd, 16,047. Now, of course, not everyone votes for the president. Right. That's why there's going to be some disparity. Right. But you see what happened in Antrim County. On November 3rd, uh, there were 16,047 votes cast. Right. And then on November 5th, when they did a recount, somehow they gained 2,000 more votes. Wow. And we right. haven't got an explanation as to right. why that happened. But, but we do have, we do know that there was 7,000. If, if you were to say right now, um, and go, you know what? We do know that 7,060, Donald Trump had 7,060 more votes net out of this county. That's correct. That's 100% fact. 100%. 100% fact. So after we filed the lawsuit, we, we, we at the same time we filed the lawsuit, we also filed a motion with the court asking the judge to allow us to take forensic images of the Dominion system, the Dominion voting system. And, and he granted that. Uh, And we then went in, uh, and I believe it was December 6th, and with a team of forensic scientists and data collection scientists, we we captured the forensic images of the Dominion voting system. The master tabulator is what we call it, sitting in the county building, along with all of the CF cards, which are the program cards that run the actual software, along with the uh, actual data cards or thumb drives that collect and tally the results in each precinct. We captured the forensic images of all of those items. Okay, I want to I say something there. So the people, did you hire these people to do that? Correct. Okay, 
But they, and you didn't know them before this, right? We didn't know them before, right? We, but people got us in contact contact with them. With, with forensic experts on these particular machines. That's correct. And so, so that's uh, I just want everyone to know that this wasn't just some, you know, hey, let's grab somebody from the county and look at these machines. These were experts. These are people with real experience analyzing forensic software images. Wow. It, it can't be overstated enough that these uh, these scientists. Uh, we're also data collection experts. And that's important because what we saw in Antrim County is the failure to properly follow procedures in securing the election machines, the tabulation machines, and securely transferring the votes. The chain of custody in this situation was completely tampered with. What we know for certain is that in the Dominion system manual, the manual tells us exactly how to connect the machines to the internet. The manual tells you how to- Is connect. it easy? It's very easy. Could a guy like me plug it in? I, I'm, <laughs> I'm certain you could probably figure it out. Wow. But you can, the, the manual tells you how to connect the machine right, right. Uh, to the right. internet. In our case, what we found through the forensic study that was conducted was that on November 4th at 11.03 p.m., system files, adjudication files, and other source system files were deleted from the Dominion system in Antrim County. We know that for a fact. Wow. They were removed. We don't know who removed them or how they gained access to remove them. But okay, hold on, know, hold on. We do now. You'll see that later in the show. <laughs> what we know in our case, what we, in our case, we don't know precisely because Antrim County and the Secretary of State have not given us that information. Right, right. But we do know that those files were removed on November 4th at 11.03. What's the yeah. significance of that, that they're removed? What does that do to you as, a, as trying to investigate this? What did that do? Well, number one, uh, I've presumed...